Should I record too, Luke? Yeah, go let's ahead. Kiss. Oh, <laughs> let's kiss. What? That's after the show. For you single guys, now you got to ask permission. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, like, what? You didn't ask for permission before? Like, what was it like? <laughs> Bop him over the head, just, man. You gave it the old try, man. You're like, oh no, okay. <laughs> Lean in and yeah, see what happens. Well, it's easier to kiss dudes nowadays than it is to kiss girls as a straight guy. Wow. Uh, tell me more. <laughs> New Marine Corps baby. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be a good time. We're always happy to have you back on man man i love being on your show i love having you guys on my show i was actually going to be like hey you guys well uh, you want me to stream yard this shit tonight have you guys used stream yard yet no i have no idea we're, what that is we're looking at doing getting into stuff like that yeah simultaneously haven't man. still haven't done um like video like this is just for you the the visual oh i i, I need visual guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've ever had a guest on that didn't have video yeah, man, you don't have that connection, right? Like it, yeah. like yeah. that you can just see it, and you're like, yeah. I mean, like you can you can kind of tell, and you know, play to their facial cues and all that kind of stuff, and you go, you, yeah. It ha- not having video, just no, that's no good. Yeah, makes it a little weird. I understand. Like I, when we have guests on the, uh, like there's a couple guests we've had where they, you know, didn't want us to see their face i guess but um it's a little i mean sometimes we turn it off just for connection purposes but it's always a little awkward because you're like oh are they into this conversation or not yeah yeah (laughs) i'll tell you uh, yeah um i i love jeff dice right Mm -hmm. jeff has got to be one of the driest guys in the world when it comes to humor right and you got to kind of be able to like you're like is he, is he making a joke here? Like, I, <laughs> was that funny? Do I laugh? Should I be laughing? Should I not be I'm like Jeff, Jeff, uh, he keeps me on my toes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, I don't fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then you have us and we just make dick jokes and be like, <laughs> I, I get it. Simple humor. It's my, it's my game. I like simple humor. <laughs> I don't have to think too hard. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, I guess I'll, uh, I should intro this now. I'm going to keep all this and we're just going to roll right into it, but welcome to biting the bullet Christmas bonus episode. It's me, your boy, Luke joined with my co-host typo hey, yo. and the amazing, the wonderful Mr. Shane Hazel. Welcome back what up, y'all. Hey, I, I feel like I could just be like a, a, a contributor to the yeah. biting the bullet now. I mean, we're, we're doing this enough guys, yeah, right? The, the third standing mongoose. I can see it. I put that in my bio too. Yeah, right. <laughs> Honorary mongoose. Right there, you yeah. go. I can. I. I. What is it? You. Uh, I knight thee, Shane Hazel, honorary mongoose of biting the bullet. Sir Shane Hazel. <laughs> Sir Shane Hazel. <laughs> That's the British bullshit. No. 
You don't want to be a part of this? Come on, man. We're, no, I, we're... I, I, I definitely want to be a part of this. You guys can <laughs> just call me Hood Rat from the ATL over here. There you go. That's that's good the enough ATL title for me. Hood Rat. Yeah. Like people don't come to our podcast for intellectual conversations. We just like very blunt, not 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 very many use of the the big words. We just fucking get right to the point and laugh about it. Dude, I got I got, I got I got props on uh, Discord for or Twitter for using the word sacrilege, and I was like, uh, or sanctimonious on Twitter or uh, in one of the episodes, and people were like, I didn't know you knew that word, and I was like, fuck <laughs> y'all, you gotta stay away from those three dollar words, man. Fuck y'all, I use degradation at work, and there was people at my work that were just like. Hey, uh, what was that mean? And I was like, come on, bro. Like, yeah, that's rough, man. I was like, I got some, I got some $10 or $3 words in my fucking word bank. Come on. I may not use them correctly all the time, but damn yeah. it. I got them. Right. Dude. The worst thing is, is I listen to a lot of audiobooks and I'll hear like big words get used, but if someone asks me to spell it, I'm like, I don't even know what it starts with, dude. <laughs> 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 an i or an x i don't know <laughs> silent silent y <laughs> fuck it's always the silent y's i i gotta i gotta take contention with what uh what you said though in terms of people don't come to your show uh for the intellectual <laughs> side you guys are you, you guys don't give yourself enough credit you're very humble and and, and I say that as somebody who was absolutely fucking shocked about some of the content you guys created i was like oh no way like th th these guys aren't just knuckle dragging crayon eaters like they they found the pill they found that little fountain somewhere of knowledge and they've been just getting after it and that's awesome i mean <laughs> seriously like to to be to, and i don't want to say this to be demeaning by any stretch of the imagination but you know when when you when you find guys that can have a good time and bullshit and they're smart as fuck man like that's i I'm going to just say it's Rogan-esque, right? Like it's, it's a good, it's a good place to be. And I'll tell you, what do they say? Iron sharpens iron and all that kind of stuff. Like you're, if you can, if you can be smart and likable and funny as shit, man, you, you guys are going to pave your own path for sure. I hope so, man. I hope we, I hope we get there one day where we can inform the masses with our drunken idiocies, but uh, we're still, we're still small time and we'll get there one day. How many shows you guys got now? uh it'll be we're over i think it's at 85 um on our like uh episode number it's probably 82 with the one that comes out next monday I'm 81 was this money i'm gonna catch i know you. you do more shows than we do we we still do one a week we, we throw out bonus episodes every once in a while we want to start getting more but uh Hopefully, hopefully we can this. this you got to have not. You got to have uh, not assholes uh, show up once in a while. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're a busy man. Let's talk about that. You're a busy I, man, right? I, I I am, man. I, I'll tell you. Um, but since we've you known know. you, what's you, that? Since we've known you, you've been a busy man. I I don't know how to quit, man. That's a problem, right? Like. I've got, I've got a, I'm Shane. I have, I have a problem, right? Like, <laughs> is this where you I come to register lot. those things? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, you ran for Senator of Georgia and created. Got beat miserably. Like, yeah. a, like a, I don't know, a rented mule. I got fucking beat. Yeah. But you, uh, you created something that has really struck the fucking country and we've talked about it before, but, uh, you know, created the, the runoff in Georgia, which is no You're all small welcome for feat. that news. Yeah. No small feat. 
by any means. Let's be honest here. That's no small feat, especially with, um, you know, the way things have been going the last few years. A Libertarian Party hasn't caught on quite the way everybody has expected it to in the Libertarian Party. And that's honestly probably because of the Libertarian Party, not so much the candidates themselves. But you did something that, you know, the likes of Dave Smith, Tom Woods, fucking Eric July have all said to do. And that was run on fucking principle. Yeah, baby. And speak it, the truth. It's it's a it, it's a fire. And people don't get it. People want to go and do shit the way Democrats do it and play the Democrats and Republican game. Fuck that. Play your game. Be you. Don't get a campaign manager because that campaign manager is going to tell you, oh, you can't say that and get elected. Fuck them. Fuck all of them. I'm telling you, don't be like the establishment. Be completely different. And I'm, it, yeah, people... People hate the fucking establishment. I mean, look at them. Yeah. Nobody likes bureaucracy. Who likes bureaucracy? Nobody. Bureaucrats don't even like bureaucrats. They're fucking assholes. <laughs> they say right? it all the time. Yeah. I mean, Congress has got about a 0.3% approval rating. Yeah, Those right. guys are, you know, retarded. And I mean that like mentally handicapped. Like they don't have, I don't know, what's an IQ of retarded? Yeah. Well, and honestly, that might be, that might be an insult to actually mentally handicapped people. I, 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 them I, in the same the conversation. Is, like, I'm not talking about people who are missing chromosomes. Those are the yeah. people, most amazing people on earth. I'm yeah. talking about people who had a great brain and didn't develop it all the exactly. way. Exactly. Yeah, no, it's true. But like I said, you, you caused this and you did it exactly how fucking you said that you should do it. And how people should do it. And all these great um, half Mises, half not Mises caucus type people have said to be doing this thing. And you caused a major stirrup in Georgia. And now, on top of that, you have decided to run for governor in 2022 in Georgia. So uh, what caused this insanity, Shane? Man, um, back on March 31st, I think I've got a video out there actually where I went live. Uh, I mean... You, you guys, I think the nation started feeling when, especially, especially guys that understand that when a liberty or freedom is taken, right? Like those things don't come back, man. Like they, they take shit and they don't give that shit back. They're thieves and murderers. Um, we were no different here in the state of Georgia. Um, you know, they talk about it being a red state. We're, we're a shade of purple. I mean, really, we, we not like my cool purple, but like you know, bullshit mixed between Democrats and Republicans. And most of them are just leftover Democrats that decided to be Republicans so they could get elected down here. And so anyway, Brian Kemp came out and said, you're not going to assemble anymore in groups of 10 or more. And if you see them, tell them to disperse. And if they don't disperse, then call us. And I was like, oh, shh, dude. Like, I, that's when I was really like, what the fuck is going on? Like you just came out with a, a edict from the executive branch here in Georgia that absolutely nullifies one fifth of the first amendment, just like that. And they also, you know, kind of went after the, the religious group said, man, you're done with in-person church services. That's nuts, man. And so at that point I was just like, I was kind of freaked out. I, I got to tell you, I, I mean, I really was kind of freaked out. And knew what it meant. And I was just like, this guy has to go down. Like him and all the establishment that's supporting him, all the reps out there that aren't saying shit about your rights being backseated 
for a fucking virus that they've been wrong about every step of the way. And so, you know, I, as I was running, I just kept keeping notes on what old Brian Kemp was doing with the executive authority and prolonging lockdown and, you know, the, the state of emergency and all that kind of stuff, just wrecking the lives of people that they deemed unnecessary. And I was like, Oh, you're painting that you're like, if, if this plays out the way I think it's going to play out, and we caused a nationwide runoff with two, two Senate seats here in Georgia at the same time with lights on us, looking at us, going, hey, who are you going to support in the runoff election? Fuck both of them. I'm running for governor. And it's <laughs> like, uh-oh, that guy's a piece of shit because everybody in the state of Georgia right now, I don't care if it's Democrats or Republicans or Libertarians or people that don't like any of them, are like, fuck Brian Kemp. And guess what? The product that I'm selling, the service that I'm selling is liberty, and that market is hot right now. And if you've been consistent on principle this entire time, man, people know you're legit, and it is just it, – it, it, there's something cool about running as an executive. This is the first time I've, I've you know, put my name in the hat for executive is you're a different branch. There is one guy at the top of that branch. And you have a tremendous amount that you can do in terms of nullification, right? I'm the check and balance. If I'm, if I'm the executive and I see all that bullshit legislation and bureaucratic decree, oh, hold on tight because all that shit, hey, you want to do psilocybin? You want to you grow cannabis on your farmland? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm not going to prosecute that and I'm going to pardon everybody who's a nonviolent criminal. Like these type of messages are those messages that just get red-blooded patriots fired the fuck up, man. And it is, I mean, I'm telling you, like, I, I have been inundated, absolutely inundated with people requesting interviews and time to talk. And, I mean, it's, it's going to be a big damn deal in 2022 here. That's awesome, man. It sounds fucking dope. Typo, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask you, like, uh, I don't know, um, when you're running for office, I like you, I mean, you have experience with it now. What is like the biggest hurdle for you? Like what, what do you think is the hardest part about running for office? Um, well, I don't like raising money to begin with. Um, I've just never felt comfortable going to people who really, really, you know, work their ass off for a dollar. Right. And then get, get an economy that's forced upon them now where it's even harder. And right. it's like, dude, there's charities and shit out there. And there's so many more people that need this. And politics is just awful. Um, I think that's one of the, the biggest hurdles in terms of doing it. I think the, I think the self-confidence for most people is probably what keeps them from doing it. That, um, you know, that idea that you just got to go out and knock it out of the park your first time out, or you're going to be a laughing stock. Like, no, it's, it's what you make it. Um, Obviously, I don't think self-confidence was my problem. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> <laughs> the learning curve uh, is one of those things, um, you, you know, especially when you run your own campaign, right? Like I was kind of familiar with the admin side of it before, which is really boring ass shit. And really, you know, I can boil it down. <laughs> Look out for my new book. No, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, no, I need I'm fundraising. <laughs> I, 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 I might at some point. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. But, uh, I think, I think the admin side of it, if you, if you're inclined enough to get into this kind of thing, to, 
to run your own campaign and to do it the right way, I think you've got to go out and just learn, um, you know, the FEC thing and hire somebody to, to do your, your finances and all that fun stuff. And at the end of the day, um, you know, don't, don't get into the idea that you're going to go out and, you know, spend money wildly. I mean, and we're libertarians. We're, we're not, we're, we're fairly reserved when it comes to, um, you know, money anyway. And we're like, uh, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. Or maybe I should go do this, or maybe I should give it some second thought or whatever. But, uh, I, I think the admin side of it is the biggest hurdle for a lot of people. And, um, and then it's just relationship stuff in the background, right? Like you've got to maintain your family, um, and not get lost in it. And I'll tell you, you know, this time around I ran my campaign. I was, my, my kids didn't even know I was running for office until like <laughs> the election. <laughs> I was like, Oh, this is great. You know, like the, the time before, man, I was out knocking on damn doors. Uh, I think we knocked like almost 20,000 doors in, uh, the, in the primary, the, the, the first election I was in. And right. I mean, I would come home at nine, 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night when kids were already asleep. And you, I mean, basically, you just you kind of miss out on life, and that's not the way to run a liberty campaign. Well, honestly, I think I think that's an interesting point, especially in today's day and age. It's like, do you really have to go and do those things anymore, or how much money do you really have to spend to, you know, um, run a podcast to explain your ideals in long form? You know, opinions and and talks and things like that. I think. Uh, like one of my, my biggest uh, pet peeves of the libertarian party for the presidential candidate, this last, this last election was, I didn't see her on, like, I saw her Twitter every once in a while and it was some stupid BS, but like they totally missed out on where our party is at. And that's on, honestly, our party's on social media. Like we are, are you guys libertarians now officially? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm still an anarchist. Just Come straight to anarchist. the Meek Mises caucus. Yeah, I know. Come with know. me. Typo might be on that board, but I, I'm, I'm still not quite there yet. Um, but the whole thing is, is like, it, it, it's honestly how you don't need, like she should have been blowing up, going live every fucking day. Like that's what she should have been doing. And, you know, when she didn't get invited to the debates, she should have been going live and responding to each individual question that was being asked at that time. And, you know, just doing it on her own fucking way. And same thing with Spike Cohen. He should have been doing the same thing. And, you know, I think it's a very like this is how word gets out now. Like, I'm sorry. The old ways don't fucking cut it anymore. And they're not going to ever again. Going viral is more important in a lot of people's heads because that's how you get people to know your name. And, you know, I bet you, I know that's one of the ways I saw you. And yeah, it was on our Twitter sphere, but at the same time, going viral for one of your videos saying, end the fucking fed and that's it. Or we should abolish the drug laws and abolish the drug war and end the wars on terrorism. It gets a lot of people fired up and there's a reason why it gets shared a whole fucking lot, but you can't even make a fucking video like that. Oh, it pissed me off that she wasn't, there was such an opportunity for the libertarian party to take over the millennial and like the zillennials or whatever they're fucking called uh zoomers yeah the zoomers so like they could have taken over those those people like very easily because and they're they're the future man that's the thing is like why from the system already yeah i i mean and and i i hate to say this you know to the boomer generation but listen you guys 
you guys bought into a, a, you know, a bag of goods in terms of social security, Medicare, Medicaid, and all that kind of stuff, where if the government gives it to you, you can, they can also take it away. And people are like, no, they can't. We, that's my money. No, it's not. As soon as it left your bank account, it was no longer your damn money. And here's the deal is you guys got ripped off. I'm sorry. I'm not going to let that happen to my generation. I'm not going to stand by and let us pay for another generation's mistakes. Like that's bullshit. The greatest generation did some stuff in terms of World War II that we should have never damn been in in the first place. Um, And a lot of Europe is extremely thankful for that generation, I imagine. However, you know, the, the, the generation in terms of uh, boomers out there that haven't seen the light yet, it's like, look, you, 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 it's hard for people to admit that they, they were had, that they were gullible, that they it trusted is. somebody and were let down. But the, I mean, it's like, it's like battered wife syndrome. And they're just like, oh yeah, let's do some more. Let's do some more. And, and they're all about, you know, fuck everybody else, right? It's like, fuck everybody else. There's not a penny in any of those things. Anybody who's honest would be like, man, we did mess up and we did trust the government too damn much. And they, they fucked us and don't let them fuck your generation. Right. Don't let them do that to you. Like our generation of break the cycle say, don't ever, ever, ever think about ever getting deployed for this government corporate cabal that runs around the world for quote unquote American interests is bullshit. Like I'm never going to let that happen. I'm not going to let the the debt happen. I'm not going to let any of this happen if I've got anything to do about it. So that's, I mean, that's where I think libertarians really, I mean, we, we had this, we still have a, a great platform. The problem is, is people are afraid Right. Like, and I, I, I see that and, 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 and good on you guys. I think you guys just did a uh, show with uh, Pete, right? Pete Camillanos here in Atlanta. Uh, we didn't do it. it. We, we did that last Memorial day. Oh, okay. Cause here's the deal. Like he had uh, Angela McArdle on the other day, who's running for uh, the right? LNC chair uh, from the Mises caucus. And I mean, if you haven't heard that one, it's, it's, Awesome. And I am, I'll tell you right now, Angela is going to be the next LNC chair. Uh, we've got anything to do with it. And she's after listening to her, I'm, I'm excited as hell, but that's the kind of stuff you got to have. You got to have those people out there just mixing it up. And they mentioned, you know, Hey, you know, we've got a whole bunch of vets that are gravitating towards this movement right now and their passion and their fire and their zero give a fucks are exactly what we need. And to hear that, out of the LNC, you know, you probably the most viable candidate that we're going to have, man, it's going to be, I don't know. I'm excited. No, I mean, that, it, it is exciting. Yeah, it goes with the <laughs> quote of like, uh, Marine, a Marine is a <clears throat> Marine is a no better friend, but the worst enemy. And I think that's very true is like, if you, you want them on your side because they'll just, I mean, they don't give a shit. Like, they don't care. They don't put up with bullshit. I think Marines have a very good uh, bullshit meter, and they can detect it very easily because they were they went through the most bullshit fucking military of out of anyone. And duck, you're constantly being lied to and told that everything you're doing is you know for the greater good. Even though, like, I mean, the I think it's almost easier for. I mean, I don't really know, but I think it's almost easier for like. Um, uh, non-deployed Marines that hear like, like, yeah, you're doing this for the, the good fight. And it's like, we don't even do anything. We've never <laughs> gone and did anything. We just sit back here soaking up this taxpayer money, not doing what we signed up to do. 
And uh, yeah, I think it's, I, I really like that part. I listened to it too and I, I really like it. And I thought Pete's comment on veteran made me, a, made me a little happy. And he was like, yeah, yeah vets are the ones that fucking, yeah. uh, they'll call out the bullshit real quick. Well, and it, it's like that, uh, that fucking meme that's been going around where it's, I think it's either all state or progressive. And it's like uh, vets when they hear um, party bullshit and it's like, uh, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. <laughs> we are farmers. We are farmers. Oh, yeah, we are farmers. And it's just, Bump, bump. Yep. And it's just, Hey, put us, <laughs> we got, we need, we need a promotion role for that. Um, but no, it's <laughs> like it, to bring to you our, our first sponsor. <laughs> uh, no, they, but it's true. You know, like, I think it's, it's very easy for vets. First off, it's very easy for vets to be disenfranchised from a system that hasn't cared about them and won't care about them ever. You know, they're easy to throw to the wayside because a lot of it, a lot of, them, Oh, they're crazy. Well, either that it's the crazy thing. And, you know, a lot of like, yes, we stand up for very blatant injustices, but a lot of times we want to be reserved and go into our little hole and just live out our lives and do what's best for us to just try and get over all the, like for a lot of people that have saw a whole bunch of crazy shit or realize that the bill of goods advertised wasn't the bill of goods sold for what they did and either have, you know, um, on like you know survivor's guilt or uh ptsd or regardless of what it is and you know you, you kind of just want to be the left the fuck alone um and it happens that way quite a bit and i think now you're seeing it get to the point where it hasn't gotten to in a long time but it has before where vets are like all right you know the bill of golds advertised wasn't what the bill of goods was sold but you damn sure I'm going to get mine. Let's, th- let's take that, that a step further too, right? Like, I mean, when you're sold the Marine Corps, right? Like as a boy, you're sold something that is just like, well, maybe I shouldn't do that, right? Like, ooh, do, do I have what it takes? I'll tell you right now, if you got legs at work and arms and work and eyes at work, you know, you can do Marine Corps boot camp. They let some yeah. re- like it's they let some shit birds through. But what do they like? What do they have to do on the front end of that thing to get people to feel the way they do about the Marine Corps? Like they almost aren't good enough to join it. And that, uh, you know, maybe, maybe just like a dare, like, you know, they're, they're, they're going after those kids that are like, oh, fuck you. I can do this. It's like a, it's like <laughs> it's, a, it's literally like bet. Like fucking yeah. bet. They they it, got beautiful fucking uniforms, right? Like, they, oh, dude, look at their uniforms. Those uniforms are the best in, in all the damn military. The and few, like, the proud, dude, the Marines. It is a complete fucking psyop, man, to get the tough guys like, oh, sure, draw the line in the sand. I'm going to cross right over that and pop you in the fucking mouth. Like, yeah, that's the Marine Corps. And it's bullshit. It's, and there's, it's so there's a, yeah there's it's like the there's like a shit ton of mythological stories that go behind the marine corps oh my like God. If, if you're just like if you're just like a, a civilian that has no idea anything about the military besides the propaganda that you see on like movies or the news or whatever like i i, I like dude i was a fucking intel analyst for the marine corps and when i tell people i was just in the marine corps i'll even say i was an intel analyst and they just assume that i i fucking murdered people in my sleep I have body counts up the like insane. Like people just think that I, I did the craziest fucking thing because I was in the Marine Corps. And then everyone that was in the Marine Corps knows that a lot of it is fucking easy as shit. Like there's it's not that hard to get through boot camp. 
if you if you're any sort i mean fuck dude there's you're a bunch of people that sort of like athletic person in high school yeah and even if you're not that coordinated <laughs> in athletics, they, They'll I mean, start the, you to the point where you yeah, are <laughs> exactly the Marine Corps, the whole point of boot camp is to get you to that point. So as long as you have like some sort of mental capability of like not giving up, you'll be able to make it through. Honestly. I mean, I mean, there's a few people that quit in boot camp. I think I had two. And then there's one guy that dropped for some medical reason, but every other, every other person that signed up and joined the same day I did, they all made it. As far as you I know, you know, what's funny is who, who does the Marine Corps get rid of, right? They get rid of guys that use cannabis, like, like, <laughs> yeah, right. Ooh, man, that's a, that's a guy that's going to be a, freak. and I'm pretty sure it was a requirement during like Vietnam, like you had to use <laughs> some type of hard drug. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, lots they, of or they didn't give a shit. <laughs> A but they get rid of the guys that, that smoke cannabis or or now i guess ingest cannabis or whatever it's like no 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 we can't have can't have free thinkers around here we can't have guys mm-hmm. going oh, maybe this is bullshit right well and yeah, that's what like, yeah. the whole system as like the system as a whole less typo likes to refer to the cathedral um the whole thing doesn't want free thinkers they don't want mold breakers they don't want like no matter whether it's the fucking state dmv or the united states military or the very highs of the highs we saw it with the president of the united states the last four years they don't want people that bring another option to things and you know like i am I have been very staunch in my criticisms of Donald Trump, and they are very much the same criticisms as I gave Obama, as I give George W. Bush Jr. and or or George W. and Sr. and Clinton and all of them. They're all basically the same to me. But he was, as Typo very well points out, somebody that seemed like he was against the cathedral at its core. And he was in the essence because he would just say shit and it would rattle a whole bunch of cages. But I also see it now on the flip side with Biden where he says shit and it's rattling the cages, but not in the same way that uh, Trump did. It's almost like revealing the the shade from it. And people are like that are in the cathedral are like, fuck, dude, you can't be saying shit. And I think he's letting it slip by him a little bit, which should be interesting four years. I, I'm kind of excited for the next four years. Four um, years, man, you are on some ground. Well, no, 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 no. no. I, I said I'm excited for the next four years. I don't think Biden will be there for the next four years. Oh, I don't, I don't think we're going to make it four years. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know. I don't know where we'll be in the next four years. Uh, I think the establishment has a very strong hold on the majority of the people and will be able to survive at least the next 10, maybe not as uh, strong as they are right now. But I think we'll see a very similar, not the same United States for the next 10 years. And after that, I think it'll be a lot different. It takes time for change, baby. It takes time. And the LP, I, as fast as we're growing. Doesn't have uh, to be the LP. It doesn't have to be the LP. But uh, even with, I think, I mean, look at the Civil War, the way it happened. The state still won out in the end. Yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you, man, I, I don't disagree with you. It takes time. I'll, I'll tell you, I started saying we're headed for a revolution back in 2006. Absolutely. And you guys were like, barely in double digits at that point maybe but <laughs> sixth you know. grade baby sixth grade <laughs> barely you're like oh yeah you want to go out jetty cool all right. <laughs> 
Hell no, dude. I was playing Tom Clancy. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I was playing 007 on the Nintendo 64 still, baby. Rapid fools. <laughs> playing Golden Gun with my friends. <laughs> I love that game back in the day. <laughs> Oh man. But no, I agree. I think I, I honestly believe a revolution um is we're at the fucking footsteps of it. I, I agree with that full heartedly. I just I am still I guess I still believe that a large majority of the country, and it doesn't have to be a large majority of the country that has to revolt. Obviously, we've seen that in countries and nations and history past that it doesn't have to be a large portion of the country that revolts. Um, I just think that there's a very strong hold on the American people and the Stockholm syndrome is fucking very real here. And they're indoctrinated, right? And I mean, yeah. that's the thing is like, we're and indoctrinated. Most- have you guys heard about uh, like one six where uh, January six, where people are going to DC, like yeah. the, the MAGA crowd. Tell, yeah. tell me about that. Um, well, I honestly just learned about it yesterday because we were out at a buddy's fucking um, birthday party, What our roommate, and one of the guys there, he's a pretty big MAGA guy and hates both the Republicans and Democrats, but just think Trump is like the guy that go against it. And so he was just telling us about it. And it sounds like they're going to go there. And it's for uh, what did he say? Uh, they're going there on the sixth because that's when they finalize the electoral um, college votes. And they're trying to go there to make sure that they, I don't even know what they're trying to fucking accomplish, honestly. Uh, Fucking who knows? They probably say they are. And then, you know, um, 5% of them, maybe less than that, will show up with guns. I I just don't see a lot of those people being the people to bring guns to situations where they're not honestly ready to use them. And if they do, you know, maybe they prove me wrong, but uh, I just don't see a lot of it. I see a lot of uh, hot air in that whole situation. It's the whole th- it's it's Q from the very damn beginning. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll tell like th- this whole time. You know, I've listened to a, a lot of people talk about the both sides of this. Obviously, you know, the Democrats are you know for four fucking years. All we heard about was like, hey, there's widespread corruption. This thing is our election process is so fucked up, and now all of a sudden there's n- zero. Like not, not a little, not a threshold, not, you know, not some tampering here and there, not some outside, like fucking none. And you're like, you guys, come on, you got, you got to have better salesmanship. I mean, just, you know, give them something to nod just a little bit. You can't just sit there and be absolutist, but they are right. Like that's the cathedral of the fucking state. And I, I the fucking cult's horrendous, but like to, to see what's happened with the MAGA nation, right? I mean, they've just been strung along by this cube, trust the fucking plan and where we go one, where we go all. And you're just like, God damn it, guys. What are you talking about? You're trusting an unknown plan from an unknown fucking person. Like if you, if this was on the other foot, you would be like, you guys are fucking psychos. Like, what are you doing? And, you know, now it's like, all right, maybe, Maybe let's just, let's give them, you know, let's just give them a one more try, right? Like that's all it is. <laughs> it's just, Hey, but this time, like it's coming guys, it's coming. Like, I feel like they're like, Hey man, everything that you ever want to hear is in that fucking rail car over there. Just go get in it. Right. Like if you go there, <laughs> we're going to fucking Maga nation and you know, we'll all live happily together forever. And you're like, Oh guys, fucking what are you doing? Don't get in the rail car. Don't get in the rail Don't car. Don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, yeah, I think uh, I don't know. The longer this goes out with like Trump, you know, trying to claim fraud or whatever, I think it actually makes him a little weak. Uh, him 
like basically crying about him losing. And I mean, I'm not saying there was an election fraud. I, I, I have no idea, but I also just don't think Trump ran a very good campaign. I, I don't really think a lot of times he knew what he was doing. And I mean, we've saw it the whole time he was president. He's like, he surrounded himself with literally all the people that were against him. I mean, the, like, like, I don't know, people championed that Barr uh, was supposedly this, like, against the Democrats or whatever. And it came out that, the, like, this investigation of Hunter Biden was going back until before Trump got impeached. No one said like, shit. And he's like, Barr didn't say anything? You're the guy, in, like, kind of in charge of this? Like, Barr he didn't, didn't say anything. People from the the deep state didn't say shit. Like, the whole thing was a concerted fucking effort. Right. Like, mm -hmm. and you know, and, and the thing is, is you all, they also would make it look that way. Right. Like this, this is a concerted fucking effort. Now what we've done is we've really divided people. And so I, the whole Q thing, like I get back to it and I'm like, you know, they've got one chance in all of this. Right. If you, if they actually had the hundred thousand plus sealed indictments, you know, at the, at the end of the day, and they had everything on the books and they had, you know, a, a special, basically lined up to broadcast this to everybody on, you know, say, what is it? Newsmax or whatever the fuck, you know, the, the, the GOP has moved to away from right. Fox news. Now it's like, if they had it, if they have it succinct and they've got it dead to fucking right. And they start really arresting people. Well, Trump is still the executive. That's the only chance in, in, in all of this that they've got. And I, and I, I'm got to tell you, man, that's one of those things where I sit there and I go, Ooh, like this could get out of hand really, really, really fucking fast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely could. Arrest. That'd be, I mean, honestly, like I hope, I hope, but we'll fucking see. Well, I like, mean, and, and, and what is it, what does that look like too? I mean, yeah. I remember like, the, do you guys ever see the Saddam Hussein uh, show trials where he just started calling people out in this giant auditorium and bring them to the stage? And you're like, Oh, those motherfuckers are going to die. Yeah. Like he's going to well, take these guys out and behead them, shoot them, hang them, make examples out of them. And like, what if that is, I mean, you know, the death penalty, the federal death penalty has been something that they're like, Oh yeah, we're using it again. And mm -hmm. you're like, uh Oh, they're warming us up. They're, they're like, they're testing the nation's temperature for the damn death penalty right now with these people. And now let's say, Oh, Hey, those guys over there. Like, I don't know, man, I'm not going to throw that out the window. Like, that's I think that there is at least the rumor, right? Like an outside possibility at best, but it's 2020 and fucking crazy <laughs> shit is happening. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, you know, the, the best thing that Trump could do right now is just wildcard it up until the end of his, uh, his time in, uh, as president i mean he's they're already thrown out ideas of pardons i don't know how true or how effective that'll well, that, be and that date that he was supposed to pardon everybody i think has come and passed so i don't know if he's looking at it still or not but it was the the ross ross Ulbricht is the big one that they were talking about and mm -hmm. did you see the um the new york or was a new york times reporter i don't remember who it was there was a reporter that wrote about how it was uh like libertarian champions libertarians are championing trump for um uh, calling for the pardon of ross Ulbricht, and they're like it's the guy was just basically shitting on libertarians because uh we want ross obviously we want fucking ross Ulbricht to be 
uh, pardons because his sentencing is absolutely asinine and fucking just insane across the board. But he was like, there's a double standard when it comes to libertarians. They aren't championing the uh, abolition of all the gun or not gun charges, the uh, uh, nonviolent criminals, nonviolent criminals across the country. And it was like, do you, so you obviously have no, fucking idea what the fuck you're talking about because even the most mainstream party-lined libertarians that's one of their first talking points is you know the abolishments and pardoning of all non-violent offenders and i mean there's plenty of fucking examples to point to so it, 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 we're always i think i think the pro, that's one big thing with the libertarian party is like we're always a step behind and there's an episode that's going to come out after this episode. And we talked with um, uh, Liberty, uh, Liberty Lockdown, uh, uh, fucking Clint from Liberty Lockdown um, podcast. And he's he's out in L.A. and he's fucking great guy. And I love his show. But uh, at the end of it, he had to leave early. And Typo and I just talked about, like, the problem with libertarians right now. And I think a lot of our our propaganda as libertarians and shit like that is so fucking ass and it pisses me off to no end. We need to just be hitting motherfuckers in the face with like factual evidence and like we're none of this like um, toned down shit where we're like trying to appease people. And it seems like we've been doing a lot of that lately. And it's like, if somebody doesn't like it, you get in an let's say you get in an argument with somebody and it's like boom 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 this is what we fucking believe in if they try to argue that this that or the other is wrong it's like i don't give a fuck what you have to say this is what i believe in and move on about your fucking day because honestly those people aren't worth it and they shouldn't survive the purge in the first place but like you know like it, at a certain point it's like you're gonna get with this program or you're gonna get off of it because i believe in the the like freedom of all people regardless of race creed religion gender Whatever the fuck you want to be, I don't care. You that, shouldn't get it's, what you've been posting on Twitter lately. Your governor's, your stances as governor, what you're going to do with your first days in as that position have been absolutely perfect, and they're they symbolize what the Libertarian Party should be. Well, they can take notes and they can copy it. There's no copyright. I don't believe in IP to begin with. So yeah, <laughs> game on. We're setting we're setting the blueprint for everybody right now. You want to do some shit? Do some shit, man. Run for a governor position. Be be loud. And I'll tell you right now, what we need to do is be backing each other up. I mean, and that's the thing is, all the big all the big voices in in the liberty movement need to to you know we need to do the media rounds. We need to do the post podcast rounds. We need to do all this you know stuff that people do because it fucking works in terms of marketing like go on all these shows say the damn same thing you know a thousand fucking times to different audiences and hone your message and get it dialed in so when it does come down to prime time and the people that don't live sleep eat breathe politics when they do finally tune in in the last two fucking weeks before an election and they go hmm i really like what this guy has to say who the hell is he right? Like you are just a dialed in missile, man. And I'm telling you, like, if, if you can be those things, you can kick ass. And the thing is, is even if you don't win, you're still gaining a whole bunch of people and, and bringing them away from these, these dying, you know, status parties. And I, man, yeah, you, you're not wrong, man. We, we've got to be 
just punch people in the face. Like I got in, you know, to spat with somebody the other day. They're like, you fucking cuss too much. Right. And I was like, Hey motherfucker, I'm not for bombing and killing peaceful, innocent fucking people. Those are the murderers and thieves over there. If my, if, if you're outraged by my cussing and not by those people murdering and stealing from innocent men and women and children, you've got your priorities all fucked up. Right. Right. Like that's it, man. Fuck you. I don't give a shit <laughs> one way or another what they think of me. I don't care. I'm zero yeah. fucks a long time ago. Well, that's a that's what I think we were hitting hard was like we're just sick of like blue pilled libertarians. Oh. Or they'll or they'll defend like these COVID lockdowns or like you'll see like I mean I've seen some guys from Cato saying that we need a mandatory vaccine. Yeah. I, that I, uh, fucking dipshit. Yeah. Fucking and trash. It, and I mean, I mean, I'm sure you guys pay attention to it too, but like all the like people that are like have some sort of power or significance in the Libertarian Party and they're going after like everyone at Mises Caucus and it's like over over the most minute, smallest things that's not even like feds. And, well, <laughs> yeah, maybe like hell, dude. They, I mean, if you were a fed, what would you do? Like, what would well, be the best way to take them down? <laughs> yeah, be involved in the party and get found the fuck out, right? Like, I mean, Nick Sarwak. I mean, I can see a plant a mile away, man. Fucking Sarwak's the fucking plant. Every a, every yeah. woman in the Libertarian Party, fucking. Fed. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I did a, I did a whole thing on Twitter. I oh, it's 1918 of- again. <laughs> Luke wants 1918. <laughs> why do you hate women uh no i did a whole thing because i was it was like uh, all the uh, he was raised by two of them yeah (laughs) (laughs) and they're fucking fed so you know got a good fucking calling there um no i did a whole thing on twitter for a while where i was just it was like the libertarian only fans chicks that were writing like murray rothbard on their chest for their only fans and shit and i was just like every time i saw one i just retweeted with a picture of a crying man face and then uh the like normal girl face that's like on the memes and then behind it is a cia fed agent and it's like they're, they're all fucking feds and it, it did pretty well for a while but <laughs> <laughs> that's the beautiful thing about the kind of the liberty movement in general though you can just like you can see it and you can yeah, smell it you and can. like if there's two of you and you see that that third person over there is faking the funk you're just like nah fuck that guy yeah and that's the thing you know and you know first off calling those people out or just simply like even if they're honestly like even if they're not feds just being like you're that person's a fucking fed and when they like try to show that they're not it's like it doesn't matter if you are or not you're doing the same things a fucking fed would do so you're a fed (laughs) you know like i'm done with i'm i'm honestly done with those types of people like i uh i don't i don't care for them i i'm not going to involve like i'll argue with them honestly because it's funny and job hey go do an admin job you're good yeah you know we'll we'll fight you do the fucking admin. Yeah. Cool. And you go out guys. and hand out flyers for me, please. <laughs> you know, or, you know, I just, I don't care about those people. And it's like, you know what, you're, you're a hindrance to what freedom is and what Liberty is. You're a hindrance to us. So, you know what, we're going to put you and we're going to fucking put you in your place. And I think uh, I, you know, I've listened to Dave Smith's like last two recent episodes and he's very much on that same train as you are. Uh, you know, we're going to take over the fucking party and I just all talking. Yeah. No, I, it, I mean, right now I'm, t- and I'm, Hey, it's a coordinated effort. Oh no, uh, absolutely. 
between Tom, between Dave, between um, oh, jeez, oh, I can't, I can't believe I'm not pulling his name. The, the greatest anti-war man to Scott ever. Horton. Scott Horton, <laughs> um, Michael Heist, Angela, you name it, man. Like we're coming. And well, maybe we need to do something here in Arizona. What's that? I said, well, maybe we need to do something here in Arizona. Typo. <laughs> Run it. everyone okay so i've actually i think it's quite funny when you know a little bit about politics and you talk around like normies they're like wow man you should run you should run for office and (laughs) and every time i just smart i always laugh it off like what like dude also i I just know that you know bush lied us into war into iraq and like that's it's not that hard and i can just name dates and facts about it like i don't know when you you know like it actually surprises me a lot and uh, it surprises me more with like, I, I have two jobs, one job, I'm a, I, I'm a landscaper for this golf course and another job I, I work as an ax throwing coach. So I, I meet the ax, the ax throwing place is more liberal people, I would say. And then the landscaping job, I would say more conservatives and everyone like, like I, I heard this quote before, but most people don't know politics. They just know the propaganda. And it almost blows my mind when I have to like, like I, I try not to bring up politics at work, but if someone starts talking about it and I hear it, I have to be like, whoa, 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 what'd you just say? Okay, you, like, whoa, what? What'd you just say? Like, I, I can't. To to space? I'll take I, you to space. I, I was like, I can't, I can't let you think that. Like, I can't. Like, at least I have to get my point across. I don't know, but it always it amazes me how effective the propaganda machine really is. And, you know, when someone maybe becomes red pilled or halfway red pilled, whatever, whatever it is. And then you start to realize how effective it really is. And it's one of those things that you really have to try to break in people. And then, but I mean, most people are kind of like a fourth or halfway there already. Like they're already suspect, like, like conservatives are, you know, don't like the corporate press as much as they used to. A lot of them don't like Fox news anymore, which is very, I'm very happy about that. Yeah. And then liberals, like people say that like, all oh, the, you know, a lot of people, they just go with everything and want socialism, but you know, a lot of them, you know, they're normal people too. And they see through bullshit just like everybody else. So I, I, I don't know. I, the point of I'm trying to make is it, it's one of the very hard things is try to break the propaganda and they don't. And I, I, it's, it's almost like it's, I mean, maybe I was different in the same way before. And then now like looking back in hindsight, I'm like, it was so easy. Like, it's so easy right there. Like, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking before. Like, what the hell? Like, and, and, and it's like, once, once they get caught in a lie, it, it's easy for them. To, like, once you point that out, like, Hey, they're lying. It's, it's a lot harder to gain that trust back than it is for them to just continue lying and people following it. So I think, that's why I'm very optimistic for our future. Cause I think even the right and the left, everyone's starting to see the bullshit. And even it's maybe they're happy that Trump's gone on the left, but they're not happy. Biden's president. Oh man. Um, I mean, the Bernie bros are, I mean, seriously, nobody from the Bernie camps are going, yeah, this fucking system is working. Like, no, no, they're in the same boat as the MAGA camp is. They're going, this thing is fucked up, man. And, and, and you got to understand like Bernie, Bernie, Donald Trump are two of the, biggest motivators for people who are you know politically like not just you know go up and 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 show up to the polls but like activists like guys that get out they they start groups they go after legislation they you know they are really trying to do things right that that are completely fucking status but they're still (laughs) trying to do shit and it's like 
but they have yeah. They it's just interviews. marginally different from the what the cathedral, what's the normal like uh, ideas of what we're supposed to push. And you see how they both get treated, especially it's very obvious with Trump, but and maybe not so obvious with Bernie Sanders. But once they start to see that, like, wow, they don't even like this guy. And these people draw fucking crowds like me and Luke went to a concert back in during the 2016 election and the whole fucking crowd freaked out and was like bernie 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 like they like everyone it was like trump wasn't even there like no politician was there and these people are like chanting i think one of the rock bands was like yelling about trump or something like that but like they they have massive support and i i think when we you you start to i mean i'm not i don't i I, this is how i kind of see things going with america is either it's going to be some sort of peaceful secession where we're going to break apart or, you know, uh, something, something where like maybe we can kind of keep America together, but we're getting rid of these, these bullshit corporate elitist people. Or I could see things going like into the worst direction where, Oh, democracy doesn't work out very well. Yeah. We just won't have that anymore. We're just going to install someone and centralize power somewhere. So I could see it going either way, but I'm I'm going with the latter. I, I think, or the former. I think uh, I think that I think that people are starting, to, especially with the information age and like long drawn out conversations where knuckleheads like us can get together and knuckleheads like Shane can run for senator and just fuck I mean, up the whole. Just some common man. What? <laughs> yeah. What just world coming to. I'm not even civilized. <laughs> Right. Yeah, and you and you like you know barely raised any funding, and you were at least able to, uh, it, you know, slow down or impede their election, and it brought oh, a lot of attention to you, and maybe I, a lot I, of hate too. I just got a hundred million dollars for free spent in the Georgia economy. You're welcome, Georgians. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, we're going to spend a hundred million extra on top of that now for the seat. Maybe another two hundred million. I mean, seriously, Jesus. that's, that's wild. Huge. Yeah, are they, yeah. Are they are they going to use uh, Dominion voting machines again? Uh, probably. <laughs> hey, when they certify the vote down here in Georgia, and then you're like, uh, guys, you just certified a, a vote, and you are also at the same time saying that our machines are fucking hacked. Like, not kind of, but like they are literally n- not to be trusted. They are suspect as hell, and you're just like. Oh, this is not going to end well. This is not yeah. going to wait. This is not going to end the way you think it's going to end. You know what I mean? What's your What's your outlook on that? What do you Who do you think is going to win? Quote unquote. Oh, I don't fucking care. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't. I didn't know if you had an opinion. I'm running for governor now. I don't give a shit. No. I mean, here's the thing, is man, like, I think you know, and when, when I talked with Walter, you know, I've I've heard you know the oh we want gridlock, right? We we got to have gridlock. Well, you know, here's the deal is when we had a completely democratic, you know, House and Senate and executive branch, and let's be honest, even they had the Supreme Court in terms of, you know, who was sitting there at the time, you know, the only thing that really got done was ACA, you know, the, the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, right. which was a, you know, giant fucking line is giant step towards socialism. But, you know, you turn around in two years and they're like, oh, here comes the fucking Tea Party and goddamn Alan West, Right. And, oh, he's a major and he, you know, he's got this, you know, uh, persona and this, you know, you know, story behind him where he, you know, left the fucking military because he went out and he saved a bunch of people by threatening a dude. And you're like, yeah, all right. What's he pushing? NDAA? What is this all about? And you figure out what the fuck NDAA is. And you're like, 
hold this this is what you fuckers did you guys br- brought in the tea party patriots to pass a fucking patriot bill on fucking steroids you got i mean fucking get, give me all the democrats over a, a a mixed bag right like because in a mixed bag they can just sit there and go no fuck you fuck no that's that, that's the problem that guy's the problem and when the republicans had they didn't do shit either right it's like they get stage fright they get up there and they whip it out and they're like oh man mine's uh my, mine's smaller and all the attention's on me right now right yeah. Well, and we've we I've said this a couple times now where the Republican Party is much better at being the um you know opposition party. Like they're always better at being the opposition party. You know, when they're the ones that are not in charge or in power, there's so much more anti-war and so much more anti-spedding. It's in fucking talk, wild. In their talk, right? Yeah. Just in their talk. Well, if, yeah. And obviously in their voting talk, record, it's still no, trash. No, absolutely. But I think it, I think uh, we've talked about this where I think it does a lot more for um, us as libertarians, anarchists and types when the Republicans are like that. And that's probably why we get a lot of the hate that we do, especially with Mises caucus folk and things like that about being, uh, you know, Republican light or whatever is because a lot of them come over to us during that time period, because we're actually, when you look at the voting records of the people that run like we do, or that we run out like yourself, we actually have the fucking receipts to back it up. Yeah, we we don't fuck around, man. And I, 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 oh man, I, <laughs> this is and you, you bring up a great point in terms of like this is the time. It like you know, as soon as one election ends, we should already have a plan for the next election and be adjusting to what just happened. Right? It's like okay, we kind of wanted to go this way. Maybe some events have like maybe tweaked it just a little bit, but like hey. What's your plan? What is the next step? What are you looking at in 2022? What are you looking at in 2024? You know, what's our roster looking like? The bench and all that kind of stuff. Like, where are my, where are my bomb launchers, man? Because those are the guys I want to see, you know, you know, Breitbart was right. And he's like, oh, you want to call us racist and socialist and, and all this kind of shit? Fine. War. And you're just like, oh, fuck yeah. Let's, that's who I want, man. Give me an army. Hell, give me 10 people that will run for governor like that. And we will fucking change the nation. It will be, oh, man. I, I mean, I'll tell you right now. Like, I get I get goosebumps. This is what keeps me up at night, like, plotting to, to, to take over the world, to leave everybody alone. It's going to, I mean, God, we are going to do some amazing things with this Mises Caucus. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's, I think it's a... I always said that we should approach it from all avenues because if you go from the water, from the land, from the air, then you have a much better chance of taking over the land than you do any other way. Like come at it from all positions. Um, I think I've also talked about where I was like, you know, agorism, Bitcoin, things like that. Absolutely important. We need to get our economy to absolutely just fucking like, eliminate the state from it like we need to do that as a people as a society but i don't see any problem with libertarians running in office as long as they're preaching that fucking message of absolute abolition of the insanity of what the state is yeah people get into you all the time especially like when you're running for office like when you're like they're like something short circuits in their head when they'll read a, a twitter post or something like that or take something you said and they're like wait 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 you hate the state you want to abolish education. You want to abolish the ATF and DEA. You hate the government and you fuck the government and all this kind of stuff. And, and, and but 
the irony is you're running. Yeah, I'm running because I can't stand it. I don't want the power. Like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this kind of stuff. I would rather be doing anything than doing this kind of stuff. But times demand it. And what we're going to do if we are in power is give all of it back. Like, we don't want this shit. It's too much for any person. It is one of those things that belongs decentralized as possible. Yeah. And I think the important thing is calling out the motherfuckers that don't do that. You know what I mean? So like the fucking feds, like the honest feds, the honest to God people that are running using our campaigns, using our campaign slogans, our fucking uh, idea. We have to call them out because if we don't, we're no better. We're no fucking better than they are because we get labeled and lumped into them too. And that's, I mean, that's my problem with, uh, you know, Rand Paul. That was my, uh, you know, that's like a lot of those guys' problems. Uh, Thomas Massey, uh, you know, those people, they are absolutely great. And they do call them out. Now, I'm not saying that they don't. But the fact that they still play the game in that way, it kind of degrades their argument. But if you, and, you know, I think a lot of them are looking at third-party um ideals and you know i mean if you look at thomas massey's voting record it's phenomenal in almost every aspect and so like i'm not no 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 offense to that guy or rand paul's in a lot of ways rand paul has been very good for the liberty community almost not not even almost ron paul was absolutely amazing for the liberty community but you know it's there's steps and they're a lot different all the way through. But I just, I think we, it's very important for us to call those people out that use the platform that we put up and they don't use it the way that we think that well, they, if it's all rhetoric, way that should, no, it, exactly. all rhetoric and no action is bullshit. Yeah. Right. And that's and the you, thing. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree she, with you. If you if you become governor, you better throw that goddamn ring in Mordor, dude. Oh man, I'm Frodo, baby. I'm Frodo. <laughs> well, wasn't it Frodo that got corrupted and Sam had to do it? Yep. Is that right? <laughs> well, I'm not a Lord of the Rings. Oh, no, fan, guys. no, like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's no, not that uh, it's bad. It's just it's so long. It's just like uh, yeah. Well, I think <laughs> I think Frodo actually got in a fight with Gollum and then pushed Gollum into Mordor, and that's how it happened. Yeah, yeah. Team effort. You guys yeah. keep me on track here. Yeah, we got you. <laughs> at least I can. Well, like at least well, I get- have a support group that's going to be like, "What are you doing, dipshit?" Hey, man. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I'm going to go what am I doing? Like, I don't, maybe I don't see it. Maybe I'm blinded by the, the ring of power. Right. And like, I, put, I put it on and it's, it's corrupted my hands. feels so good. Lockdowns weren't that bad. What I can do this, right? <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. We'll call you out real quick. Yeah. And that's, and, and that's the thing is like, man, that's, it, it, you know, thinking about this election and everything, it was like, you know, the, 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 you have to at least have the, the, the thought go through your brain. Who, who would you support? Like, no, like if, if your automatic response inside your own brain in terms of, you know, the election that's going on here is, oh, well, I need to, I need to back up one of these people. You're wrong. You're yep. wrong. You're giving away everything. You're giving away your reputation. You're giving away your power. You're giving away your platform. You are giving it away for what? For what? You know what the Republicans told the LP chair here in Atlanta? Oh, well, we'll say you uh, that you endorsed us. What? We don't get a policy. We don't get any legislation. We don't get shit out of it. You just get to like kind of be like, oh, sponsored by the Libertarian Party, right? Like, fuck off. 
No, your power comes from being you and not conceding and staying the course and saying, I will fight these motherfuckers until I die. Like that is what it's got to be. And I, I mean, I don't know, man. Like it's, it's so much more gratifying to look at these bastards that you've wanted to face and talk to, right? Like really like to be able to get to this position where we've got senators coming out and saying, I'll talk to them. I'll, we'll have a conversation and being like, fuck you. You're a piece of shit. You're a murderer. You're a thief. And the world doesn't fucking need you. Dude, and I'm going to make sure that you're done. Like that is what, that's what it's got to be about. Like it's got to be this this you know no shit killer you know for liberty mentality. That's it. I I don't know how else to put it. No, it's true. Uh, your so your last uh, the segment right after you had Rand Paul on, and you did a segment after it, and that that honestly that was phenomenal. I th- I loved myself. <laughs> it was a pedal. Was it tough looking tough tough looking in the mirror for a little bit? Like who am I? <laughs> <laughs> Dodging yourself. Um, I, I think I even said something like I'm Shane fucking Hazel. That's <laughs> I know you went ham, dude. You went but, ham in it. But it was very true. And then you putting out what David Purdue sent to you after he listened to it was even fucking better. And God Maybe it's the Marine in me that I just love fucking savagery, you know, just the absolute savage of the savage. And that was savage. That was fucking savage. But it was well-deserved savagery. Like, it was needed. Be and a fucking truthful. coward. Yeah. And I, think was- I, I think I even tweeted something, or maybe it was Facebook. I don't know. I said I was, I was getting mouthy. I was getting real mouthy. <laughs> but, you know, you, 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 you what got the fuck kind confidence? of coward can send guys off to never ending fucking war and not come sit down and defend his fucking record? What a fucking coward. Exactly. Well, and that's oh, the thing. Like, but it's a like, chicken hawk even, piece of shit move. But yeah, even, really even after the conversation with Rand Paul, I thought that was very important that you did that last segment where you're like, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Like, you heard it from him that you should still vote for him because he's better than the Democrats. And that's not good enough for me. You know, and that's the thing that's important that I loved it. I loved every second of it. And that's how we need to be. People need to run like that, because honestly, I I would have no problem voting for people that do shit like that. But, you know, that's not what we normally have. We have North North Georgia's begging for you guys. We are. (laughs) Come on, baby. I got a place for you. You got I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna stay at your house for a while. I've got got room. We got a landing pad for you. You guys can (laughs) come up in the Georgia mountains here and, <laughs> and, uh, and, and get in here and, and understand God's country a little bit, man. We, I'm telling you, man, I'm recruiting Liberty lovers up here. I've got a whole mountain that's just waiting for you. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's it might, awesome. it, it might be, uh, might be in the cards in the next. I don't know. Doug, Doug Ducey, he's the governor here. And he looks like he's, uh, I, well, it looks like Arizona's starting to trend blue. We have two senators that are Democrats this is the first time that's ever happened in like since the seventies or something like that. And it looks like, uh, Doug Ducey is sucking up to him. Um, yeah. so, uh, yeah. maybe it's our turn. We're trending yeah. statist. Yeah, we're, we're starting to trend statist. Even though actually Kristen Cinema for a Democrat, she's not the worst of the Democrats. She's she came out against Patriot Act, uh, um, multiple different things. It's like you would like in the Liberty Movement. But uh, Kelly, 
Mark Kelly is no, he is yeah, not looking good for uh, Liberty here. Douchebag ass in a, officer in this desert. Yeah, douchebag ass yeah, officer. Like I said, we, we we can sustain life out here pretty well. <laughs> naturally, hey, that's yeah, naturally, exactly. No, I think it's uh, I think it's important what you're doing, and uh, you know. I fucking I love the savagery with it. I love the oh, savagery. Man. I, 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 can you guys tell I'm blushing? I'm, I'm... <laughs> uh, my uh, my dad, my dad talked to me about you because he oh, was no. like, he was I like, like you hanging out with that Shane kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was like, uh, I really like what he has to say, but I just never heard someone running for office cuss as much as he has. <laughs> my dad was a Marine too. So he's pretty cool with it. He was just like surprised. <laughs> yeah. I've, uh, I've really embraced it. You know, I, I, I like the fuck word a lot. Uh, I would say GD more, uh, but I think that's really offensive to some people like on, on a different type of level. Right. So I try to tend to respect that one a little little bit more um because I, I think that was one of the last cuss words that i kind of conquered right it was like oh i'm gonna say it more often right especially around my brother and guys <laughs> that i know like I, I can say that kind of stuff but like yeah man i i think there's a time right like uh, this pc bullshit that's gone on for long enough like i think the outrage needs to come back and oh, yeah. i think and, and it's fun man like it's 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 fun to just like I said earlier, man, if this is what you're offended by, oh, I got so much more for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and it, it's one of those things that, like, uh, I think people are so sick of the, like, PC culture that it's, like, kind of a refreshment that, like, people are out there just saying how they feel. You know, it's towing with the line of, like, oh, this may be too far, but it's, like, come on, dude. There's a lot more problems out there in, in our country than someone that says, fuck every five seconds <laughs> look look at joe rogan look at bill burr look at dave Chappelle. look at you know uh, uh kevin hart like yeah. any of these guys right they go out there and they crush right because they take that season of life and they sprinkle it all on in a funny way because they talk to you like you're a friend and they talk to you like you're real and i think mm -hmm. people love you know feeling real with real people and you know especially you got a podcast right you got a, you got a podcast maybe you're running for office or something like that dude cusses and he's got a podcast and he's doing this and we all hang out in like twitter or or on facebook or whatever like i don't like there's something in terms of the engagement you know when mm -hmm. you're finally doing something i think we're finally you know as liberty people we're transitioning into that right like we didn't even have that before we didn't have people that were really like oh man that guy looks fun to hang out with right like I love a lot of people in the Liberty movement, but a lot of them are savants and they're Aspergery and autistic and like great people. And they yeah. are just super duper uber smart, but they don't know how to hang out. And that's they're it. nerds. They're fucking nerds. <laughs> nerds. <laughs> Which is great. We need nerds. I'm not saying they that's do, a bad man. thing, but they teach uh, us stuff so that we can, you know, go out there and have beers with regular people. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, and to that fact, uh, I just want to say that I will. I'm pretty sure I haven't talked to Ty about a typo about this, but there's a Second Amendment rally coming up in Phoenix, Arizona, on February 20th of this next year, and I'm definitely going. I know uh, Bloody Revolutions from the E Militia podcast. He's going, so we'll be out there. And uh, just for all those followers out there, you want to get together with the boys in the and ATF. 
And the ATF, <laughs> right? And the ATF. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of facts there. Why is all of our friends in the same black sedan? <laughs> Man, those guys are ballers. Yeah. And, and maybe Typo is going to announce his run for governor of Arizona. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can Isn't help there like, you. Is there an age limit you need to be to run for office and state? There might be, man. Um, yeah. I obviously I've I've crossed that line. Do they let twelve oh, yeah. year olds in, dude? <laughs> what about people that look like twelve year olds but are actually older? I don't know, man. He, he looks he looks good this time. He's got a good fresh haircut. That he's got stuff off of his face, like blow, <laughs> blown up on uh, not grinder. What's the other one? That you guys do on, uh... Grinder. No, it's definitely grinder. He's on definitely. grinder. <laughs> <laughs> It's the only one I use. What are you talking about? That's how that's how we met. I just that's how I meet. Though that's weird. That's how I meet all of my anarchist friends. <laughs> Why do you think we're roommates? Oh, man. We just have <laughs> separate rooms. I'll tell you what, man. Since becoming part of the Libertarian Party, that has been one of the coolest things. Like, like I went from being like I'm telling you, like I grew up with some people who were gay, right? And they they're like when I came out and ran as a Republican, I, they dropped me, right? They just dropped me, even though I was like, Hey guys, I don't hate you. And I don't care what you do in your life. Like the state shouldn't be in your life and marriage, right? Like it just shouldn't. And they're like, no, fuck you. You're a Republican. But then all of a sudden you change the banner and a color and you say the same shit. And man, I got everybody. I got <laughs> I got, you know, I, and I don't, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to paint myself into that, but I got everybody. It's like, oh, you, you, you identify as that letter of the LGBTQ, T, whatever it is. Alphabet mafia. That's what we're referring yeah. to them as the <laughs> alphabet mafia. And I'm like, yeah, fucking libertarians. Woo. Yeah, dude. The alphabet uh, ma- mafia is absolutely welcome in libertarian community. Yes, ma'am. Honestly, that's, uh, that's interesting. <laughs> it's almost like a rebranding actually did better for you than uh, sticking with, you know, the, the, the two establishment yeah, parties. Yeah, Austin <laughs> Peterson. <laughs> you guys see that shit the other day? Yeah, I saw that shit. Dude, what do you say? All right, he's pissed me off for a long time, and I've said some. Sh- I've commented, and he's gotten arguments with me, and I'm fucking little little guy on the totem pole in this shit, you know. And you know, at least he he fucking interacts with the little guys on the totem pole. But yeah, man, he says some shit that's sus, sus. Well, I tell, yeah, man, and and I'm here. I'm we'll we'll air this shit. I don't give a damn. Um, yeah, he had this meme up where you know it had Snow White underneath the the coffee uh, tin, you know, and she's getting coffee in her mouth, and it says socialism across the coffee, and it's got millennials across her, and I was like, dude, like, and I said something like, you know, acting like socialism is the millennials fault after they were raised by the boomer generation in communist indoctrinations camps right and have had control of the government for basically our entire life is bullshit and he was like whoa man like you know he, i didn't say anything about and i said something like now do the gop and yeah boomers. that's what you said you quote tweeted and said now do the gop and boomers or i think i don't even think you said gop i think you said and now do boomers yes yeah, i think that's what you said yeah. but and he took it the party way and i that was the problem and it was like you took it the party way austin peterson not Shane Hazel. I, like, I may have said GOP and Boomer. Like maybe, maybe I, I, you, I maybe you put them both in there. But I'm, pr- but at the same time, 
when it comes from him, who has been a longstanding libertarian that chose to run in his state as right. Well, you know, I, he was one, he was one that got very big. Uh, I, I should say Thanks maybe not long Palatano, right? <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then he, you know, decided to say that he was going to run in his state as a Republican because it would do better for him. It's, we all know what you're saying. You can say that it wasn't implied and you can have that plausible deniability, Go ahead, but we all know what was implied. Yeah, yeah. And he and, was and acting like the like, GOP. And, you know, wasn't. now I'm mentally unstable, and I'm yeah. worried about you, and I'm going to call you out on Twitter and be condescending. And I was like, "All right, dude, but cool." All I right. guess if that's what friends do, right? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, yeah. Mentally unstable. That was the funny one, where it's like, "Oh, okay." I'm unglued. So <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know, whatever. You know, it, 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 yeah. Obviously. I, I don't I guess I don't need to say anything else no I, I, I was just like are you, you, you this is not a good look dude yeah but at the same time I mean I typo was right you know rebranding for you actually did better for the libertarian party than you know trying to run on a platform of Republicans where you automatically lose standing with a large majority of the population Huge. like I'm yeah. sorry you do like yeah people may look at the libertarian party and I do too the libertarian party as a whole as like peons of a system that is kind of garbage, but if you're going to be running on the things that you're running on, there's no better party to do it. And it's not like you're like, yeah, the LP is good. Cause you'll fucking call out the LP too. It's not like you don't. No, I do it all the time, man. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that's the thing is, you know, I try to be, I don't know. I try to be constructive. <laughs> exactly. Tactful. Most, most it, of the time. Right. Like, it, Hey, you're still kind of part of this group that we're, you know, we agree on probably 90 something plus percent, which I'll take, man. I'll take an A all day long, but, you know, kind of fucking lose me here with this milk toast bullshit, right? It's the like, marketing that sucks. It's yeah. the marketing that sucks. And I like that we have someone that's a little bit, would you say, radical that's running? You're fucking stupid. <laughs> a little bit. I, I mean, he. <laughs> Southern Poverty Law Center radical. Like, yeah, they want me dead. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Uh, All right. So uh, we should start wrapping this up because we've taken enough of you this busy man's time. But uh, Christmas, what are you doing for Christmas? Just hanging out with the family? I'm trying to get a CEO on my house. So I've been building this house for the better, well, since March, right? And I'm like this close to getting in. And I'm just like fucking finish the house builder, you know, and I'm over there like it's in my same neighborhood. And so I, you know, kind of, you know, I'm there a few times a day. And now that I'm on vacation, like I'm just there every day, like working on stuff. Um, so I'm trying to give that gift of a new house to my family. Uh, so I get up early, I'm taking care of my wife. It, 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 like, you know, she's in bed, she's completely quarantined uh, from the rest of the family. And it's a good thing. You know, it's like, hey, you know, I get to appreciate even more that she does right. uh, f- for this family. And so I'm watching a lot of movies. Have you guys seen The Mandalorian? You guys yes. like me? Oh, yeah. Spoilers, fuckers. Hey, yeah. if, if you don't want to hear about The Mandalorian, tune out now holy fucking shit luke call. i, I would have ruined it <laughs> fucking luke dude dude how how reminiscent crazy. how reminiscent of it was that when uh darth vader jumped on to uh the republic ship and fucked up everybody wasn't it I awesome mean, you're just like 
oh man, I need more. I need more. I need more. And you know what's even the fucking like? Can we talk Star Wars for a minute? Because I yeah, can talk Star absolutely. Wars. Absolutely. Let's go, dude. My name's Let's fucking, fucking Luke, go. dude. Like my name is fucking Luke. Let's Luke go. And, Luke and typo. <laughs> <laughs> the uh. The, the, the whole series, like the Mandalorian from, you know, word one was fun. Right. And then they got some money after proof of concept in, in uh, season one and they did some shit and you're just like, okay, man, like they're really up in their game in terms of the, you know, the, the, the CGI and the storylines getting better and better. And then, you know, who do we get uh, first? Ah Ahso- Ahsoka this, yeah, Ahsoka. this time around. Yep. Oh, Dude, my my absolute favorite part has been uh, Mayfield, Bill Bill, Bill, Bill Burr's yeah, character. Yeah, I was gonna say we have to when, talk about that episode. When yeah. when he when yeah when he was sitting down with that officer that was in charge of uh, whatever battle he was in back in the day, and they were talking like it was like my anarchist libertarian self veteran was all coming out, and I was like, oh my god, because he was like, like was it people died? Was, was it good for those people that died? Was it good for their friends? Was it good for their family? Was it good for them? What did did the officer say? He was like, they don't don't care. All in in the name of the empire. All in the name of the empire. They don't care who's in charge. They don't care. And how reminiscent does that sound of Joe Biden? These people, he said this word for word. People don't care about their their freedom. People don't care about it. Madeline Albright, the slaughter of 500,000 children. Worth it. Worth it, Jesus. And and dude, dude when he with shoots the American him, interest. when he shoots him at the end, I was like, I fucking understand. That, and you know, the Mandalorian was like, like he knew, like he was like, oh. I understand. Like you know, that's he was the thing is like, like didn't he have he had his helmet off, and so we yep. could actually see like facial expressions, and so you saw this you know interaction, and you also saw you know Mando's face while this is going on, and like you know he's the stone cold killer going, oh if he fucks this up, I got to get us out of here. So he's just sitting there going like. Like what? What? What, what are you, are you going about this, to buddy? fucking say? Because <laughs> I'm gonna have to clean your shit up, and then, pow! And that was and it was awesome. Oh, it was so good. It, it was great. It felt, it felt good. It felt good. It's, for- it's one of those things that if you were the Mandalorian in that situation, you'd be like, "You dumb motherfucker!" But I understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the fact that you know he walks away at the end, right? You're like, mm-hmm. of course. yeah, man, this was a great like that like that the you know the introduction of ahsoka and then you know they wrap this whole season up and like the even the build-up to it right because man i don't know about you guys but i have been so busy that i don't get to watch youtube at night i don't get to do like i hit the pillow and i go to sleep and i get up and i didn't know luke was coming you know i I don't know if we didn't know luke was coming either like it's a what a secret and you're just sitting there going like the the whole storyline up to that point too where um you know you've got the you know the battle between the the one bot right uh well let me back up a little bit like the the the, i i'm such a dork (laughs) when he fights the stormtroopers on the way to like stop those bots right like and that last stormtrooper he lifts off the ground with that spear and you hear it right like you just hear it and you're like oh this is so good like he drops him like in just pure rage and survival this guy is dropping people and then you see like this mismatch of power between the bots and him and they've all got the deck you've got i don't know how many damn mandos we got up there we got three mandalorians yeah three mandalorians up on the deck and then him trying to stop the bots 
Right. And and then, you know, you're sitting there going like the bots are coming in and all of a sudden. I thought I thought the, the little baby Grugo was going to like do some forced shit. I thought that's what how it was going to end. Like oh, he would do some it. crazy. And then a fucking shit. X-Wing shows up and everybody's Dude, like, who the like, fuck's on this X-Wing? Who the wait, fuck's on this X-Wing? Second. And like, I didn't, I mean, I really didn't know until I saw the green saber. Yeah. And I, it was the hand that the gave hand, it away for yeah. me. Yeah, really? because you, you, yeah, you yeah. yeah, because I didn't, I still didn't think it was Luke because I didn't know where they were going I with this. You know, I still didn't think it was Luke when, uh, you know, I saw the green saber. I, I honestly didn't. And then when he's walking onto into the bay where they are, the main deck, and it showed his hand real quick, and you could clearly see it was Luke's fucking like yeah. metallic hand. When, when he was fighting all the droids on his way up, he had one hand that was normal and then one hand that had the black glove. And I was like, that's fucking Luke Skywalker. Oh, it's, yeah. As, as soon as, as soon as the lightsaber came out, I was like, that's, that's, that's Luke. And man, I'll tell you right now. And R2D2 showed up too. Dude, that was dope. That was dope. But I was a kid in a candy store when he ripped through those dudes and he got to that last bot and just like force crushed the shit out of him. Yeah, was that like, was fucking Oh, dope. and then the best part about it was like that, that power mismatch that you saw earlier. Like he went through them like, you know, like a oh, knife yeah. through hot butter. Right. And so Mando and the rest of the Mandalorians are like, uh, guys, put your shit down. You're not going to fucking win this. Right. Yeah. Like, like that that moment of like huh <laughs> yeah guys <laughs> and i thought too that like bo katan was about to start fucking up mandalorian because like he had the yeah, sword and she had to fight him in in battle and i was like no like he's like just take it i yield <laughs> he's like yeah. just take Dude, it that shit was like we were just like you know tell me it's not some fucking crazy bureaucracy yeah. bullshit where he's like i'm surrendering this to you take it the and ring of power wouldn't. yeah yeah exactly and she's like no I'm, and they were like no she has to win it and it's like this bitch man it doesn't I, matter just fucking I, do it i said just just take the sword and go lie to your people that's what every other leader does just take the sword <laughs> and tell them you defeated someone in battle like who cares just lie <laughs> so here's the backstory that only real nerds know so rebels yeah she uh she got she was handed the sword originally Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so Moss Gideon uh, got the, won the sword from her. And that's what showed weakness. Right. She had been beaten by somebody in combat where she received the sword as a as a gift. And you're just sitting there like, oh, like, that's the reason she's not even tempted to try to take it like that because she's like, n- nobody will respect her. And I was like, this is this is even more interesting now. And then the final the final clip at the very end. Yeah, Boba Fett. Gangster. Boba Fett's yeah, G. I um, love that they brought Boba Fett in. And I love they used the same actor they used for the clones and Jango Fett in and, the, the uh, prequel trilogy. Yeah, and right. I love that he's just the total vet dad bod guy. <laughs> like, yeah, I love that. That's what like I, the I thought the whole vet. time was like, oh, shit. Like, this is going to get really interesting. And, I, and I'll tell you what, the Boba Fett episode... I mean, it stands by itself too, as like when he came in with that brainer stick and just starts whipping ass. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like the whole damn series, I was just this kid in a candy store. Like, I, I think the the worst one in the whole thing was probably the the ice spiders, right? Like, I was like, yeah, it's kind of a filler episode. Yeah, but whatever. Th- it was funny when Grogu was eating eggs. I yeah, <laughs> and did you see like there was like an uprising on Twitter and shit for him eating the eggs. Like, it was like. 
wrong that he was eating these fucking eggs and people thought it was hilarious. It's just so, and this is why the savagery needs to come back. We got to call people out that fucking think that shit. Uh, a mythological creature is eating another mythological creature's eggs and we're like <laughs> bitching about feminism. You you got you you got the entire prequel series and you got the entire uh, Ray series. Like we're cool. Le- leave us the fuck alone. We got the Mandalorian. <laughs> we don't need your bullshit anymore. <laughs> go if you like Star Wars over there. Go do Star Wars over there. We're going to do some fucking fun stuff over there. I mean, and, and it. I mean, John Favreau. The fact that he's brought back Marvel and he is crushing it with Star Wars now. Man, that guy. He needs to go on a diet. He needs to get healthier, and he needs to live to be about 105 so he can keep <laughs> doing this kind of stuff. The guy's yeah. awesome, man. And George Lucas is uh, more involved in the Mandalorian than he was in like the, I guess, the new trilogy or whatever. As long as it's not I, Spielberg. I still haven't even seen the last episode of the new trilogy because I was just like, I don't care. I don't fucking care. It was it was better than the second one. Yeah. Ryan Johnson. Oh, oh. fuck. Oh, horse. Yeah. What, what was that one? The the Last Jedi? That one was terrible. And they made Luke look like, like such a bitch. I, I know. hated Luke, Luke in, that bitch in that one. I you know, hated like, that it's, one. It's funny. I don't know how what, you have three minutes of screen time in that last episode. What did that do for your image of Luke? Just totally <laughs> disgraced it. <laughs> no i i mean this in, is in boring last episode of the mandalorian like versus the last you know movie you're just sitting there like oh no i want to know this story like yeah. i want to know mm-hmm. the story of after the death star and luke going around just being you know bad badass yeah i'm, I'm excited I'm, for the uh obi-wan yes uh, i was movie. about to say that the show or no it's, it's a show. show yeah they did they're doing a show the obi-wan show and ewan mcgregor is gonna come back as obi-wan isn't he well, you know hayden christensen's coming yep. back as darth vader darth i vader. know i love it and you know i kind of like it yeah and you know a lot of people didn't like that and i was like hayden christensen was the like he had great acting in that movie and you know the rest of it was not very good writing for darth vader or for anakin skywalker's oh, character a terrible script yeah terrible and so terrible. like i'm terrible. i'm excited to see what he does with it because i i i thought he acted he needs better another chance him. man it's yeah. not like it's not like he'll like he, he's i mean he he should never show his face so it's not like he'll just be and it might not even be his voice so it just might be him in the suit <laughs> yeah right but no that's gonna have to be, work on that voice a bit yeah that's yeah. gonna be good the obi-wan show that's gonna be good and now we're gonna get a the book of bubba fett yeah, that was cool. And they that didn't even cool. announce that you're going to get an Osaka series. I think they're going to do more with Luke now. And I'm trying to remember what else they announced it. You know, the the investor day. Hey, this is what we got planned. And right. by the way, like it's going to yeah, be- scrap movies. People want more like a series where you can like really get to know a character, like well, really, and, really get to know a character. in the land of 2022 where you can't go to places might as yeah. well. Yeah. Right? yeah, for real. Yeah, I was making fun of it. We have Disney Plus, obviously, since we watched The Mandalorian, but uh, I was joking. Just a bunch of bachelors sitting around yeah. watching Disney Plus. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I never right. thought about it like that. <laughs> but, we were, but I was laughing because, you know, when Mulan originally came out, I, I still refused to see the movie, but Mulan originally came out. They were trying to get everybody to pay like 65 bucks for it. Uh, on Disney Plus, even if you already had the subscription, and now it's fucking free. So, <laughs> Fuck market the market yeah. demands it, man. Once they took out Mushu, I was like, I'm done. I'm fucking done with Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> How could they not bring back Eddie Murphy to play Mushu? Like, yeah, what the bro, fuck? Real. I was so pissed. And that there's no music. Like, that's the whole fucking Mulan's soundtrack was like the best soundtrack. Let's no, get down no to they business. They don't sing. They don't sing. Uh, it's not a musical like all the other ones are. And it's like, yeah. yo, fuck you. princess, huh? Yeah. Mulan exactly. was my favorite princess. I don't give a shit. I'll yeah, say she it. was a fucking. I went savage. to Japan. I like Asians. All right, <laughs> she's badass. I'll tell you that, man. Yeah, she's a thug. And yeah, she's like a... the she's like the princess that actually did something. What is uh is well, I guess it's kind of a like a a dash, right? Like we're Marvel. Eh, you're Fox Marvel, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, uh, oh God, what uh, Brave uh, Merida? Like, yeah, dude, she, I love Brave. Bad little bitch too, right? Like yeah, she went on did savage. some stuff, and yeah, I mean, she, she, yeah, I don't know. Like those are the kind of stories that I can definitely get behind for, oh. especially for my daughter, man. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't need any of that churched up girl power shit. Like, show me, like, just show me girls that do cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The I I love the Crudes. Have you watched the Crudes yet? Oh it's, man, we we've watched love, the first and we, the the, the uh, part two. Did you see that one? No, I haven't watched it yet. I'm I really want to. It is very different. But as a dad, you're sitting there going, you know, like my daughter is over there loving the shit out of it. It is, you know, it's a good time. There, I mean, there's there's something in it for anybody in a family that's you yeah. know. Dude, got a daughter or anything. Belt like was that. my favorite character. Bum, bum, bum. I fucking <laughs> love that shit, dude. I'll eat that shit up. I thought it was fucking dope. I got my little sister. I got my little sister to do it. She never, she had never watched it. And my parents were like, we didn't know if it was that good. And I was like, this is like one of my favorite Disney movies. So I made her watch it. And she's mm, like five years old now. She's mm-hmm. young, young. They, they had a, a kid after I already moved off and whenever they decided to restart for some goddamn reason, but, uh, she fucking, to, she, I got to her to give walk the her. kid a life that they should have gave you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Um, but they, but I got her walking around the house when she was like three or four years old, just going, bum, bum, bum. I'm belt. And she's this little blonde haired, blue eyed fucking child that just goes bum, bum, bum everywhere. It's awesome. What's your, uh, What's your favorite Star Wars movie, Shane? Um, I'll tell you, for a long time, it was Empire. Um, and, you know, Rogue One came out, and I really was oh, fascinated God. with it. It was right? so like, good. Rogue One was actually a really, really good Star Wars, and I was expecting it to be a piece of garbage because Solo was a piece of garbage, you know, like, and I didn't see it on time either, right? Like, it was one of those I skipped. I didn't go to the movie theater to see it. Um, solo was a piece of garbage. What was, I mean, you know, we were off to a very, very rough start, <laughs> rough start with the new series with Ray. And, you know, I was like, dude, this actually, you know, this makes some sense. It, it's got a, it's a really, it's a good story. It's a different story. I liked having Jedi's involved for some reason, man, like Jedi's help make it, but I'll tell you, I've been very, very entertained by the Mandalorian story. And I, I mean, they've got good writers because they're not trying to force social agenda on you either. Right. And they're actually, you know, calling out what it is. They're, they're kind of showing you a couple sides of things, but I like seeing it, man. And, and, you know, it was like, I don't know, you know, star Wars star is, you know, it's kind of not so dark, right. And it's like the good guys fucking win. And there's, there's no two sides and, you know, 
that's not what it ever is, right? Especially mm-hmm. as guys that have been there and done that kind of shit. You're like, look, man, there's two sides to every story. And most of the time, the people that are telling you the fucking story are full of shit. Um, <laughs> so it, it's good to see that darker side of Star Wars and mm-hmm. really have more of a, you know, uh, I, I don't know, application to, to everyday life. So it's sorry, God, I just stretched a five second answer into about a five minute answer. <laughs> Yeah, well, I really like Rogue One, and I think what solidified my, uh, I think that might be, at least out of the newer ones, is definitely my favorite. Just that Darth Vader scene at the end. Oh, my God, dude. I fucking love Darth Vader. I always thought he was the coolest fucking dude ever, the most badass motherfucker walking around the planet. All the video games I played as, I would play as Darth Vader as much as I could. Did you guys play the the Sky Killer series or Star Killer series by any chance? I've played the first one, but I, know yeah. I didn't get it after that. But yeah, that was pretty I, good. I thought yeah, it was a I, I was hoping video like, game story. Yeah, like back, and this was a long time ago, man. Um, when when that came out and I played it, I was like, man, I wish movies were more like this. I wish, you know, like <laughs> they would actually use the fucking force, you know, a little more yeah, often. Yeah. <laughs> and in ways that are really, really, you know, you know, shifts in terms of uh, force multipliers, right? Like you're like, oh, shit. here comes their secret weapon that's why i think i'm a little sympathetic to like the prequels maybe not the first one but uh the the, like just all the fighting and like the crazy force shit they do in there and like i just thought it was so cool like for the longest time revenge of the sith was one of my favorite movies to watch just because i thought like the yoda and lord sidious fight scene and anakin uh yeah anakin skywalker Yeah. yeah, Mace Windu. That was that was fucking. Cool. I mean, lightsabers. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and I mean, I really liked the first one just because I thought Darth Maul was a badass motherfucker yeah. fighting two a, a Jedi Master and then a Jedi Padawan all at the same time, like jumping around. He just looked evil as fuck. He's red and had horns and shit. Yeah, I, I love that they brought him back in the Clone Wars. I thought that was the yeah. coolest fucking thing ever, and I love how his how he how his uh story ended in uh rebels i thought i just i really liked darth maul as a character when i was I did, little yeah he's so, he's, a, he's an excellent character in in oh god i hate getting older brain fart um jesus christ what was i gonna was it something I don't, about darth maul? I don't know where i was going it, it, it was all about the, the the you know using oh um the the last scene in revenge of the sith where Obi-Wan has got the high ground and like you just yes, like, that was quote that whole thing best moment where he's crawling out of this the lava on fire with no quit in him like I fucking hate you yeah and you're just like oh this is so good this is so good right yeah like, like that was I, that was that was the best part of the whole thing that that was really cool because I so it's funny how things work out, but my dad was 13 when he saw New Hope, and I was 13 when I saw Revenge of the Sith in theaters, and I thought it was just like a weird coincidence, <laughs> but I fucking loved it, and I I thought it was just so cool how they finally gave like a backstory to Darth Vader and how he became Darth Vader, and you, maybe not the whole story along the way was a little like, eh. This is okay, but I thought the ending, Revenge of the Sith, and he slaughtered youngling, younglings, <laughs> yinglings, yinglings, slaughtering some yinglings. I need a man. I need to get you to ship me some of those. That's what I need because we can't get them on this side of the Mississippi. Oh man, geez, that used to be Coors Light over here. I wish they would have kept that stuff in the fucking Rockies. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky Mountain water. 
But yeah, man, I mean, I just, I always love the Star Wars series. I watched, you know, growing up with a name, with the name Luke, I got it all the time. So I watched all of them and I enjoyed all of them. And God, I, the cartoons are some of the best like works of like both Clone Wars and uh, Rebels are just some of the I'm best works of art ever. Now, man, and that's, it's hysterical. So that's what I'm going to be doing over the holidays, a bunch there of Star Wars stuff. There it's, you go. Fucking like, love it, dude. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a good time. Yeah. I think uh, typos working. Um, part, I'm off Christmas. Yeah. You get Christmas off. Um, I, a, well, originally my parents were supposed to come into town, but now somebody in their little in group um, has tested positive for COVID. And <laughs> they, uh, they're more worried about me getting it for some reason, which I've been around COVID a lot. Like sometimes I have to work in nursing homes and, obviously stuff like that. So I still haven't gotten it. Um, I'm not worried about getting it. I'm pretty sure even if I do get it, it's going to be like, why the fuck do you live this way inside my body and just like dip out? Uh, but I'm trying to get them to still come. And they're like, I don't know if we're going to come. Uh, my girlfriend's family, she's had some problems with uh, COVID. So we're staying local this year and uh, just hanging out. But I'm hoping they'd fucking come. I haven't seen them in like six months, seven months. So yeah, I hear you, man. But it's a, it's a weird holiday this year. It's a weird holiday season. Regardless, I'll probably uh, spend some time with our Canadian friends. That's probably what we'll do Christmas night. Type Hells of night. yeah, dude. I'm making some cornbread and brownies. Let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah. So it looks the like the right kind what... of brownies. Yeah. <laughs> So it looks like that's what we're going to be doing for uh, Christmas. It's going to be a good time. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to enjoy it. I'd, I've had a lot worse Christmases, so. Yeah, that's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be uh, the hap, hap, happiest. What do you say? We're going to be the jolliest motherfuckers. <laughs> what does Jimmy Chase say? Yeah. This, I, uh, something. When, I, when, I, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, I'm just trying to remember a line. Go ahead. I was just going to ask this actually for both of you, but uh, I'll ask the question and answer it first. But I know it's a shitty year. 2020 has been rough for everyone ever since, you know, March and the lockdowns. But uh, there's still some light, I think. And I was just going to ask you guys, what has been your best part of this year? And I'll say that mine was, (laughs) and this is kind of funny, but uh, I posted I posted the boiling or the melting point of tar and you could buy a half pound of feathers from Walmart for 19 bucks. I posted it on my Twitter, my Instagram and my Facebook and my grandma, she commented on that post on Facebook and said, good to know. And that was hands down my favorite thing that happened this year. Cause I was like, God damn grandma. I did not know. <laughs> did not know you had the same feelings I did. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, my favorite, I'll, I'll go real quick and then we'll let Shane have the floor. But my favorite was actually right before I came on or we came and did this, I was talking to my mom because she was telling me about the COVID situation. And she's like, uh, my stepmom, Winter, she's she's already gotten tested once she had to for her job. They may, they required her. And so my mom, though, she was like, uh, we're going to I don't know if we're she's like, I don't want to get tested um and this is you know a left-wing person you know what i mean she's like i don't want to get tested i don't want my name in the system uh we might just make winter go again and see if see how she does and make our decision after that because she's already in the system and i was like damn mom you're a savage and i just thought that shit was hilarious because even though 
you know, they can, they're on the left wing of the spectrum. They fucking realize this shit is not right in any way, shape or form. And that was like a personal validation for me that I uh, really enjoyed before coming onto this. I hear you, man. My, my favorite part is I've done more biting the bullet podcast this year than ever before. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I've had a thoroughly good time on all of these never a dull moment um but I, I guess I mean seriously if I'm if I'm being uh sappy and, and all that fun stuff man I this is the first time in I mean probably since I was 21 that I've been home this much and yeah to, to be home with like family man it's been it's been really good and you know, there are the weird times, right? Like to sit there and be like, Oh, I loved it. Right. And like, and I wish it was a bit under better circumstances, right. But it has been a fantastic year to, you know, to, to kind of, I don't say reconnect, but like to, to be here, to be like, to be able to tuck your kids in at night, man, like every night and, and read them stories and watch movies and, and have dinner. And like, that's a, good thing man and it goes so damn fast i mean jesus my my oldest is nine i got him for nine more years maybe and it's like that's a he's very useful i mean he's using a damn chop saw and a sander with me helping me you know do projects now at the house and it's just like i don't know i love them all but it's it's really like i don't know i love being here and i love where i'm at and it's made me a better person i'll tell you that like as, as much hate as i get on my yeah, whatever. I love you. I don't care. <laughs> and so, I love that. I don't man. know. That's that's my uh, that's my favorite part of 2020. Yeah, that's a that's a good place to be. We all picked, we all picked family moments. How yeah. loving. <laughs> you savages. <laughs> yeah. Right. Off pussies is what you are. <laughs> oh shit! Ah, dude. It's just uh, I do. I I think I said it for the Thanksgiving uh, episode. Uh, being able to do this podcast and meet people like you. And, uh, you know, we got to meet Pete and, um, we got to meet just so many good people, Matt from status quo, Pat from uncensored tactical, like all these guys, just like so many uh, fucking, uh, Brent from, uh, smoke pit story time. Like, good dude, had, man. yeah, great, really good. dude, And just great fucking people. The V for V guys, like, like just all, oh, yeah. like we've met so many great vets and, um, you know, I was like, I fucking hated vets when I first got out. Like most of them fucking sucked. We're still raw, raw fucking military. And it's like, bro, we got out for a reason. Like you may not have, but like I didn't, I don't want to fucking like, I'm not living in the glory days of my Marine Corps career. Like that's for sure. And uh, so like being able to like build this community and then on top of that, being able to meet just some of the wildest fucking people I've ever met and being able to do this podcast and, getting to reach out to people has always been one of the highlights of fuck my life, dude, even till this point. So, um, yeah, I just think that's, that's a big one. And we'll probably talk more on that, I guess, for our new year's episode when we have, uh, fucking no, we're not saying it yet. Don't say it yet. Don't say it. (laughs) We're having a, 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 a really fun guest on for we'll tell you episode. shane after we're done recording but oh, uh our followers yeah. can't know yet <laughs> yeah i love it but uh it's <laughs> it's gonna be a good time but that, that's what i'm really i think i said it for the thanksgiving that's what i'm really thankful for this year and you know i've had a lot of time to be able to do it and that's one of the things that's uh been good about 2020 so but, for sure 
<laughs> Ty was like, cool, bro. Cool. Great story, tell it again. <laughs> yeah, whatever, bro. Your, your story sucked. <laughs> but uh, uh, Shane, thanks again for coming on, brother. And uh, I loved every second of it. And, you know, we'll see how this governor race goes. I'm excited to talk to you for the next two years about this governor yeah. race. Anytime, plenty, more, plenty more Shane Hazel in 2021, people. You're coming plenty up. More. Oh, yeah, you guys are coming back sooner than later all right let's go i'm all about it i'm all about it um i guess that's it that's the fucking shit show thanks again for coming on and we out peace